0: The reading is the Beatitudes, and it's in Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 12, I think it is. It's on page 968 if you're using a church Bible. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Good morning, everybody. Morning, Steve. You there? Good morning. morning. <laughs> um, it's good to see you all. Um, I'm hoping. Oh, that, that, um, welcome to Jack, Jen, and Lottie at the back. He's <laughs> our new? Here's our granddaughter? <laughs> Uh, It's good to see everybody here today. Uh, (laughs) So, I hope you've been enjoying or uh, learning from this series, uh, The Beatitudes. Uh, Today, we are looking at Blessed are the Merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Uh, I love words, don't you? But sometimes I think we use words quite carelessly. We don't really think what they they mean. So I'd just like to pause a minute and and think what we mean by the word mercy or merciful. I came across this quote a while back. Justice is getting what you deserve. Uh, Anybody who's uh, raised children or spent any time around children know that this is a strong uh, sense amongst children, isn't it? They, they, they have a strong sense of justice, especially when somebody else has done something wrong and you don't punish them in the way they think <laughs> you should. Uh, being a teacher, I, I know that very well. Um, so justice is getting what you deserve. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. There's a third part to this quote which I'll I'll end my uh, talk with. But for now, just these two. So justice is getting what you deserve. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. If you Google the word mercy, uh, you'll get something like this. Mercy means compassion or forbearance shown, especially to an offender or one subject to one's power. So, in the days of old, a king could demand uh, total obedience. And uh, anybody who was disobedient could be punished. Uh, a king could show mercy by, uh, by not punishing as, uh, as deserved. So that was mercy. Or if we think of a judge, uh, a judge in a, in a court of law... Uh, a judge issues a punishment to fit a crime now uh, a judge can show mercy or a legal word is clemency uh, by uh, by kind of giving a lesser sentence or completely pardoning uh, an offence in this sense God is merciful In the sense of a king, being able to uh, have complete authority and rule and punishing anybody who's disobedient. Or in the sense of a judge. Somebody does something wrong, they need punishing. God is merciful. God uh, lets us off or pardons us. We know this to be true because in the Bible, just get this right, there are 296 mentions of mercy in the Old Testament and 43 in the New Testament. I didn't count them. I, I Googled that. But there's a, Just it's safe to say that God is merciful. It's very important to God. In fact, God is merciful. It's who God is. God is merciful. So anybody else who's merciful is acting in the way of God. So just... Just bear with me a moment and I'll share some, uh, some really important scriptures with you about mercy. And maybe you just want to uh, just reflect on these verses. Let them sink into you. Maybe close your eyes as I read them out. So here in, in Exodus, we read this. The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, And abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Keeping steadfast love for thousands. Forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And next, here's a version of uh, Psalm 103. And um, it's read at um, the funeral service, the Anglican funeral service. Let me read this to you. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, slow to anger and of great goodness. As a father is tender towards his children, so is the Lord tender to those that fear him. The merciful goodness of the Lord endures forever and ever towards those that fear him. I love that expression, the merciful goodness of the Lord. And then uh, Psalm 23. This is one of the best known uh, passages of the Bible, isn't it? It it ends with this. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And last one for now. This is Lamentations chapter 3. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So I hope you're you're getting that sense of how God is merciful. We don't get what we deserve because God is merciful. Merciful. There's an interesting uh, verse in James, chapter 2, which says this. Oh, I've lost that. Was it on there already? Oh, here we are. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Now, God is, in a, a real sense, our judge. But his mercy, according to James, triumphs over judgment. God is merciful. He's merciful to you, to me, and to all his creation. Let's come to uh, the verse we're concentrating on today. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Now what, what strikes me about this verse is that it starts with us, doesn't it? Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. We've just read about God being merciful. And here it says, blessed are the merciful. Uh, Whenever we act in a merciful way, we're reflecting the heart of God because God is mercy. God is merciful. Um, Last week, Nathaniel kind of wrestled with the question, and, and Amy did a few weeks ago, about the Beatitudes. Are they kind of statements of fact? I think this is what you, you were saying. Are they statements of fact? Or are they kind of uh, provoking us into certain types of behavior? And uh, both Nathaniel and Amy concluded it, it's both, isn't it? It's both. They are statements of fact. The people who act in this way are the blessed ones. But when you do these things, you will be blessed. Now, uh, this is not saying that we get some, well, is it? Do we get rewarded for being merciful? In a sense, we do. Because um, here's what Jesus says in Luke's gospel. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. I like to think of um, mercy as something which kind of um, increases itself. So when we when we act in a merciful way, it kind of passes on to somebody else, and they're likely to act mercifully. Blessed are the merciful. But um, we're we're kind of in danger of thinking that uh, we. That God rewards us. God does reward us, but God is, uh, God is loving and kind, whatever. And he loves us because he loves us, not because of what we do. <laughs> but in a sense, when we act in the ways of God, we become blessed. Uh, I'll just uh, give you a couple of examples from my, from my experience. So this is quite a long time ago. But um, anybody old enough to remember Live Aid? It was about 1980. Six or something like that, was it? And uh, 1984, it uh, could be. Yes. Um, anyway, at the time, there was a, a big uh, concert, wasn't there? And um, Bob Geldof did a lot of swearing and he said, get your money out and and uh, give it to us. And, uh, and I was quite challenged by this and I thought, well, I'd like to give some money, but I was, I was un- unemployed at the time and I didn't really have much money. But I thought... I'd like to give even though I couldn't afford to give. And so I did. And it was a bit of a risk. Um, anyway, right about that time, I, um, I got offered a council house. Remember those? And um, it, it, it's a long story, but I, I was kind of homeless and I got offered a council house. Anyway, um, but I didn't have any money, so I, didn't have, I couldn't buy any furniture so I got to give him this house without any, without any furniture. At the same time, a friend of mine was, uh, was clearing a house for a, a relative who died and gave me first choice of all the furniture. <laughs> in fact, I had more furniture than I could uh, safely uh, put in a house. So now I don't know if those, you know, those two things are not directly uh, connected me giving to live aid and then receiving furniture. But I like to think that that's how, how God in his mercy and grace works. It's kind of how God's economy works. When we, are, when we act in the ways of God, we receive a good measure running over. <laughs> it, it, similar things happened uh, when I was a vicar of my last church in, uh, on Bolton Road, St. James. So we had a few kind of initiatives. We decided we'd do the Alpha course one time. And um, it, uh, we didn't, uh, didn't know who was going to come to this, but we, we planned and prepared. And, um, and as we were going to launch, uh, two asylum seekers suddenly turned up at our church to come to our, our Alpha course. And yeah, again, God... It's kind of when you step out in faith and want to do God's uh, works, God blesses that. Not necessarily in the way that you imagine, but God uh, blesses and uses our, um, our giving. He certainly did that with the, uh, the little boy who gave away his lunch and, he, and Jesus turned into a feast for 5,000, didn't he? Anyway, a bit of Shakespeare this morning. We, uh, did you expect to receive some Shakespeare this morning? Here's a quote from the Merchant of Venice. The quality of mercy is not strained. It droppeth as gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. It is twice blessed. It blesseth him that gives and him that takes. Isn't that lovely? Uh, mercy is twice blessed. Hmm. So, a question for you and me. How can I be merciful? We're not rulers or judges, are we? And um, in the sense that I I open this uh, talk with, you know, we, we, we haven't got that power. But we do have influence, all of us. I don't know if you've come across this book by Mark Green. It's called Fruitfulness on the Front Line. It's a good book. It's um, in this book, Mark, who uh, he kind of heads up this um, group called London Institute for Contemporary Christianity. Um, he wrote this book about uh, the fact that in a sense we're all leaders. We all have imp- influence where, where we are, where God has put us. So you might not think you have much power or influence, but just think about your circumstances. Most of us are in a family; we have some influence in our family. Some of us work; we've got influence amongst our work colleagues. Some of, uh, we, we, all, we all have neighbours; we've got influence with them. We've got a lot. Most of us have friends. I hope you've got friends. We've got influence amongst our friends. Uh, what Mark Green was, was writing in this book was that on our front lines, which is where God has placed us, we have influence to be the people of God, where God has put us, so we have influence. And in those places, you can show mercy. What is mercy in your, your situation? Well, the, uh, the Catholic Church in medieval times came up with uh, a long list there's a list of corporal acts of mercy, that's what, you know, sort of physical things, and uh, spiritual acts of mercy. Now, the corporal ones are really based on that passage in Matthew 25 where Jesus tells this story about um, at the end of time people will be uh, divided, like a farmer divides the sheep and the goats, and uh, will say to those who've done these things, welcome into my kingdom. So these are the ones, the ones who've uh, fed the hungry and, and uh, given water to the thirsty. They've, uh, they've clothed, the, uh, the, uh, those who haven't got uh, clothes, they've, uh, they've given shelter to people. They've uh, visited people who are sick and they've visited the people in prison. Those are six. Uh, ways of showing mercy that are lifted straight from Matthew 25. There's another one that the Catholic Church decides to put in there uh, bury the dead. So that's, a, that's always a good thing to do, isn't it? Anyway, the spiritual um, acts of mercy instruct the ignorant, counsel the doubtful, admonish sinners, forgive offences, comfort the afflicted, bear wrongs patiently so when you're doing that you're showing mercy there is another one on this list that i have a bit of an issue with but it says pray for the living that, i'm fine with that pray for the dead now in the in the protestant church uh, the protestant church has always had a, an issue with with that uh, that that is a subject for a whole other sermon or a series <laughs> which uh, which i don't have time for but um But those are ways that you can show mercy in your everyday life. Whether it be a physical thing or a spiritual thing. Show mercy. Back to our our quote that I started with. Justice is getting what you deserve. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. There's a third phrase here which... um, goes to the heart of the uh, distinctly Christian good news. It's, It's this. Grace is getting what you don't deserve. Because besides God being a merciful king and judge, he also loves us even when we've done the wrong things. That's grace. We haven't deserved it but he loves us anyway. Grace is amazing, according to the song, and it's outrageous when you think about it. Why show love uh, to somebody who's wronged you? Grace is uh, Jesus dying on a cross for you because he loves you, because he loves you. Grace is the father running to meet the prodigal son or prodigal daughter who has wasted uh, the father's inheritance. Then the father throws a party, puts a robe on them, gives them a ring, says, welcome home. That's grace. The prodigal son definitely didn't deserve it, but the father gives it anyway. Maybe uh, you're thinking today, well, I've never really experienced the mercy and grace of God. Or maybe you haven't experienced it in a long time. This, this morning, I'd encourage you to ask for God's grace and mercy. That's what we're, um, we're encouraged to do in, in the Bible. Here's a verse from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and will find grace to help us when we need it most. I think we might be singing a song along those lines and I didn't know, but, so that's great. Um, approach the throne of God and receive mercy. The throne of God, that's that image of God being a king, isn't it? We, 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 we approach that throne but we we receive mercy and grace. Now, it's really important that we know the mercy and the grace of God because um, what God wants us to do is to give away his mercy and his grace. When when God shows us mercy and grace, he doesn't want us to keep it to ourselves. He wants us to give it away because in that way, uh, mercy and grace kind of just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So, be merciful and gracious to others. Just a warning. It will probably cost you <laughs> to be merciful and gracious. It, no, not probably. It will cost you to be merciful and gracious. People will take you for granted. People will um, will not thank you at, uh, at all but we're still called to be merciful and gracious and in that sense that, that I try to describe that God's economy when we are merciful and gracious it comes back to us in some way not always directly but when blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy just to uh, end with uh, a quotation from a good friend of ours. <laughs> Jamie came up with this version of uh, this beatitude. Do you show mercy to others? Congratulations. You will get mercy yourself. I'm going to uh, close with a, a short video. It kind of says a lot more than, than I could say this morning about mercy and grace. Um, it's, uh, it's, a dra- it's a drama, but it's, it's true. Let's just pray before we see the video. Merciful and gracious God, thank you that these are your uh, qualities, mercy and grace. Thank you for the times when we've received your mercy and grace. We ask for the, these uh, this morning. In whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, please show us mercy and grace. And give us confidence to show mercy and grace to others so that so that it just uh, multiplies and uh, transforms our, the lives of those around us. May it transform this community of Rising Hall. In Jesus' name, amen. So this video I think it's called Life Vest Inside or something. Uh, Nick, play the video.